السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته قال الله تبارك وتعالى في كتاب العزيز والفرقان الحميد بعد أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن عدة الشهور عند الله 12 شهرا في كتاب الله يوم خلق السماوات والأرض منها أربعة حرم ذلك الدين القيم فلا تظلموا فيهن أنفسكم وقاتلوا المشركين كافة كما يقاتلونكم كافة واعلموا أن الله مع المتقين صدق الله العلي العظيم My dear respected brothers and elders, mothers and sisters Alhamdulillah, Alhamdulillah It is a great blessing of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to come to the masjid Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has allowed us to call ourselves Muslims and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the blessing of Islam and with the blessing of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and with the blessing of Quran that was revealed upon the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has shown us a complete way of life Every single thing that a human being needs to know in order to make his temporal life, his life of this world, the material world successful, and every single thing that a human being needs to know in order to make his or her life successful eternally has been prescribed and shown and practiced upon by the Prophet and his Sahaba for all of us to emulate them, to follow them, to look up to them, right? So much so that, subhanAllah, it is very unfortunate that when we talk about organization and structure, whether that is to your day, or whether that is to your week, or your month, or your year, it is very unfortunate that Muslims, especially, you know, Many of us who come uh, from, you know, probably, it's just general to like Muslims in general, I guess, we have completely lost the ship, lost the boat. We have no organization and structure to our day. We have no organization or structure to our week or a month or a year. But an Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala through the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ and through the obligations that he has given to us and the civilizational values that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prescribed to us through the practice of Rasulullah ﷺ had given that to us because of which you see that the people of Arabia, the Bedouins, right? Yes, they had the Quraysh, who were the nobles, and they had some skill in terms of, you know, how to manage things and stuff. But taking them to a level where they were able to, you know, subhanAllah, within a very span of a very few years, they were able to not just, you know, rule, but also run properly and efficiently, a civilization which spanned from east to the west. 
right, from Sleen to Al-Maghrib. That is phenomenal. That cannot happen by a community, by a society, by a civilization, by an ummah, which doesn't have organization and structure to their time and day and everything else in their life. Cannot happen. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gives us five salah. And every Muslim, if they live by these five salahs in the day, this is our daily schedule, that you get up in the morning, right? The Prophet sallallahu suhur. The barakah is in the morning, the early morning, the daybreak, right? That is when the Prophet sallallahu said, there is barakah in your rizq. There is barakah in what you do because what you accomplish as a human being, take it from anybody, people who are successful in general, Muslim or non-Muslim, right? They have to use their day properly from the get-go. Why do they have the saying, the early bird gets the worm, right? Why? Because that's a universal rule. Unfortunately, subhanAllah, you go to Muslim societies today, Muslim countries today, even Muslim stores today, what time do they open, mashallah? 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock. Ya Rabbi, salli wa And we want to take over the world. We want to change the world. How's it going to happen when we're sleeping till 1 o'clock? It's not possible. So we have to understand and realize that Islam came to give us organization and structure to every aspect of our life. It came to give us a realization to every aspect of your life, how to use it efficiently and properly as a human being. So you have to get up in the morning, pray Salatul Fajr, and then go for your risk. And there will be barakah in it. And then you have a break in the day. You have dhuhr. And then you have asr. And you have maghrib. And you have isha. So it gives it all of these salah that we have. If our life as a Muslim revolved around these salawat. Then our day would be so much better. So much more organized and structured. Like that there's for a week too. There's a structure to the week and to the year. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in this ayah that I recited, He's teaching the Arabs that they used to, you know, you know, play around with their months. Move one month here, one month there. The months were all over the place. Right? But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, So Allah said that we made 12 months for the human beings. Now that gave a structure to the entire year now. Right? Even before that, the Romans didn't have 12 months. The 12 month calendar, the English, they learned it afterwards. The Muslims had it first. Right? So it gave a structure to the year. Right? This is very, very important. How many of us do, as Muslims, know that our new year just started, Muharram? Today is the third of Muharram. How many of us know that? It's very unfortunate, many of us don't even know. Right? And it's really sad that we don't know and our kids don't know. 
Because if we don't know, how are we going to teach it to our kids? What does it even mean? What does Muharram mean? Why did Umar radiallahu anhu in his time appoint Muharram and the beginning of Muharram as the Hijri calendar? What's the significance behind that? Right? To understand. The significance behind that, one of the significant things, is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Muharram showed Fir'aun who was the, at the pinnacle of power and civilization in Egypt. That Musa salam and he, his people, when they thought that they're going to get destroyed, eliminated, obliterated, by Fir'aun and his army. It was in this month of Muharram that everything seemed bleak, hopeless. There was no hope. They were standing in front of the river and Fir'aun's army, massive army, they have nothing to fight, coming to finish them. And they said, we're done. Right? They said to Musa salam, you have... You know, you trapped us in the middle here. There's nothing that can save us now. What did he say? I trust in who? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Inna, uh, the Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is with me. Right? So what, did ha- what happened? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala saw the trust of Musa alayhi salam. That is the key for Muslim. That you don't lose hope. And say, so, you know what, because there's no hope, I'm not, go- not, I'm not even going to try. There's no hope for me to be, uh, us as a civilization, first of all, and as a community and as individuals, to be where we used to be in the golden age of Islam. There's no hope for us to get back there, so we shouldn't even try. No, that's the wrong approach. You have to try. You have to do what you can do as an individual. As a family, as a community, as a society. And that will affect the entire civilization, inshallah. Allah give us tawfiq. Say ameen. So Musa alayhi salam didn't give hope, give up hope. Right? Allah is with me, he said. And then Allah said, Idrib asaka ala al-bahr. Right? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, hit your staff on the water. Then Allah made pathways from where it was you cannot fathom, you could, you could not have thought that there could be pathways where liquid would turn into solid and you're walking through walls of water. It's impossible. But Allah protected and showed that when you trust Allah and you do what you have to do, then Allah will do what He has to do. Right? And then, there are many Anbiya Again, connecting this to the Prophet ﷺ, the Sahaba were visionaries. They saw the seerah of the Prophet ﷺ and the Anbiya ﷺ as a means to live life. We don't. For us, there are Sunday school stories. So what did he see? He saw that the Prophet ﷺ was at the same stage of despondency. Apparently, right? He's going for Hijrah, Prophet Isaiah 
with Abu Bakr as-Siddiq radiallahu anhu in the time of Muharram. Right? And that year, the year of Hijrah. That is why the year of Hijrah, Umar radiallahu anhu, appointed as the beginning of the Muslim calendar. Why? Because that is the year when we got help from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu is with who? In the cave. Abu Bakr Siddiq radiallahu anhu. And they're able to see the footsteps of the enemy. They're standing up their head to finish them. For a moment, think about this. For a moment, if they would have caught them, what would happen? That was the end of it. That was the end of Islam. But did he lose hope, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam? No. Did he give up? No. And he told to Abu Bakr, Inna Allah ma'ana. Musa said, Allah is with me. Laysa ma'ana. Allah is with me. Allah is with me. Yani ma'a Musa alayhi salam. But the Prophet sallallahu said, he used jama'ah. He said, Allah is with us. Yani, with the Nabi and the Ummah of the Nabi sallallahu When will the um Allah will be with us? When we trust Him. When we do what He wants us to do. So it seemed despondent. It seemed as if it was the end of everything. Right? You could have put a full stop to everything right there. But there was trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then what did Allah do? Allah helped them in a way that was unfathomable, unthinkable, miraculously protected them and del- delivered them to Madinatul Munawwara. And from there, the spring of guidance guided the entire world. Right? So that trust in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when things seem hopeless, you cannot give up. You cannot stop trying. You cannot say there is no hope in guiding this ummah. There is no hope in me trying anymore. We have to keep trying. And every year, the Muharram, it was a, the, the Hijrah and the Muharram, it's, as I said, closely connected. The story of Musa and the story of the Prophet The Hijrah of the Prophet And Umar anhu is fascinating ability to synthesize that. And use that as the beginning of the year. So every year when we start the new year, we should not feel that I wasted my last year. I wasted so many years of my life, hence I shouldn't try anymore. No. Every day, every year, every week, every month is a new opportunity from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's a new blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet taught us that. That's why he said, Alhamdulillahi in the beginning of the day. So that is how we need to realize about these events that took place in Muslim history, in our history. We need to learn about them. We need to learn about their significance. We need to learn about why it was the way it was. What was the hikmah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doing it that way? Why did Allah call Muharram? Shahrullah al-Haram, Shahrullah al-Muharram, the month of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because it is in this month, these events in which the spring of guidance happened to guide humanity, to guide Bani Israel, and to guide the Ummah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And there are many other things.
But at least knowing this much. At least knowing what Muharram means. It means sacred. The Prophet ﷺ fasted on the 9th and 10th of Muharram. Why? Because he fasted on the 10th every year and he said, if I am alive next year, I'll fast on the 9th too. So we should try to fast on the 9th and 10th of Muharram, inshallah. May Allah give us tawfiq, inshallah. Say ameen. So we should all try to fast on the 9th and 10th. Ashura. Learn about the importance of Ashura. Why? What happened? What's the story of Musa? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala talks about the story of Musa alayhi salam. In 28 out of 30 ajizah of the Quran. Subhanallah. 28 out of 30 ajizah of the Quran. The story of Musa alayhi salam and his people is mentioned. Why? What's the point? For us to learn what is in that story that assimilates the Ummah of Rasulullah How can I learn from that and teach it to my kids and act upon it? How did the Prophet and his Sahaba apply this to their life? Right? So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to guide us, protect us, inspire us, and give us the ability to always have hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to help us not become despondent. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to give us tawfiq and ability to follow the Prophet sallallahu and his sahaba and the salihin and muttaqeen in each and every footstep of their life. Wa akhru da'wana alhamdulillah rabbil alameen. Inshallah we'll have a few minutes for some. Jazakallah.